1: I feel it coming in the air, yeah. and there's screams from everywhere, yeah. I'm addicted to the tune it's a dangerous so. love affair, Come can't be scared when it down, got a problem, tell me so. now, only thing that's on my mind, is so. So. this town tonight.
2: On. Hey, welcome so. to the Kwame of the Sports Talk radio show, Tuesday morning, May seventh, mm-hmm. I think. Uh, Alex Clancy, Deborah Debris, Cindy Liska in studio. Uh, Kwame should be uh, showing up any minute now, but uh, for now, it's us three holding it down here. Ladies, weekends, everything's good. Deborah, you were out of town last week. Yeah, uh, how would everything go I'm out there?
3: Orlando, busy, busy, uh, real busy finishing up my book, which I'm excited about. It'll be out in July, and uh, getting my speech together to go out and have a few chats with people.
2: Awesome. Awesome. And you said one of your guys is uh Oh I've out got a... yeah, I've
3: got one of my players. Uh he's trying out for the Browns today, um and then going to Detroit tomorrow. So uh got my fingers crossed, he'll get signed.
2: Awesome. Cindy? I got a job. You did?
1: Yay. Kinda. Part time gig with the Diamondbacks. So awesome. it's a foot in the door, step in the right direction.
2: Awesome. I'll be yeah. expecting tickets in two weeks.
1: Um, okay. Mm. <laughs> and you? Uh,
2: well, I mean, I'm, I feel like it's not that hard to get tickets at this point.
1: How was your gig this uh, It was
2: great. Uh, Sounds of Odds put on a great event at a uh, rock bar in Old Town Scottsdale. Thanks, everybody, for coming out. We raised some money to help about uh, between two and four families. So that um that was r- really, really good. Uh, cricket Bar, Antos Ravenel, they've, they've done a really good job. And uh, Debra obviously has a hand in it as well. So, yeah, so um, good it, things it, good things are great. to come. We yeah. have... Uh, we're starting to plan a pub crawl for October. So that should be our first big money maker, really big money maker, hopefully. So. Because
1: drunk people give lots of money.
2: Well, it's that in, uh, Raven is, she's, she knows how to do it. So we're going to get, it's going to be a huge, huge event. So, uh, good things to come. Uh,
3: well, it's such a great cause too when we're talking about autism and what's possible and the fact that autism is becoming, if it's not already a, an epidemic where the number of kids who have uh, autism is growing big time. So the more people can help out, because sounds of Autism does help the families immediately uh, to uh, deal with the stress, Uh, it's a good cause, people. Check it out.
2: Absolutely. All right. In the sports world, lots going on in the past week. Uh, NBA playoffs are in full swing. Cindy, that means it's almost the end, so that's good for you. Yay. Uh, A lot of good games this weekend. Everything is... Kind of starting to come into play with uh, the new the new hot teams, the new team trying to make a name for themselves, i.e. the Golden State Warriors. Last night, losing a double overtime to the Spurs, they had this game in their in their palm of their hands for the majority of it until about five minutes left in the fourth, when the experience of the of the Spurs and the home crowd and uh, Greg Popovich as the coach um, brought them all back, and and they ended up losing in double overtime. But I think the biggest story. In this series, is going to be Stephen Curry cementing himself as one of the upper echelon players in the NBA. This was a very high-risk draft uh, pick by Golden State when they drafted him in the top ten a couple of years ago. The first two years of his career was, was thwarted by ankle injuries because obviously his body wasn't in NBA form yet. He was a skinny kid, but he's definitely put on some muscle, and he's become one of the most electric and exciting players to watch in the NBA. He had 44 points and 11 assists last night led this team when nobody else could really put the ball in the basket, and um, they almost pulled out a victory. So we'll see if they, can, if they can get a win in San Antonio in the next couple of days and, and take it back to Golden State 1-1. Uh, what do you think, Kwame? Do you think uh, do you think uh, Golden State's got a chance?
4: Yeah, they proved they had a chance. And you, you look at the uh, – we can make a comment or a case about how old San Antonio is and San Antonio. I'd rather take experience and turn it in situations like this, which is the playoff – Over some youth, youth can run all day, but when it comes down to a a close game, experience usually take control of those games. So I I like San Antonio. I like what Golden State did last night. They proved that they're going to be one of those teams from coming out of the West. But San Antonio always going to be that team that can finish a close game.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And. uh... Greg Popovich is, you know, he's a mad genius. He's, uh, in my opinion, the best coach in the NBA and has been for for recent history. I mean, you could say Phil Jackson too, but Popovich has done more with less than anybody in recent history. The play they drew up for Manu Ginobili with a three uh, in double overtime was was huge. I mean, he just has this outlook on the game that not many other people do, and it, it it's just it gives him the upper hand in many, if not all, situations, especially with in clutch ones. And uh, to your point. Uh, veteran players supersede everything, and when you have Tony Parker running the point, and you have Manu Ginobili, that he's he's kind of a combo guard. So it's difficult to put a big guy on him. It's difficult to put a guard on him because I mean he's more or less unstoppable uh, when he, when he's in when he's in the flow of his own game. So yeah.
3: and uh, that's the thing, the veterans. I mean they will excel under pressure because they know what it's like. They've been there before, so it really
4: accelerates them rather than um, stresses them out. Absolutely, to Tony Parker. Yeah, he. If you look at the San Antonio's team, you, the younger guys on their team, they was in panic mode. But if you look at the the veterans on that team, it looked like they were never out of the game. Those right, guys were down by exactly. sixteen, twenty points at right. one point with four minutes left. Now, I think coaching comes into play. You mentioned Popovich; that's one of the coaches throughout the history who's on the sideline actually coaching. Mm. I mean, you do have some teams where you have superstars and you just let them play through it. Uh, I thought Mark Jackson did a great job with his team being young letting them play through it. Win, lose, or draw, let them play through it because that situation is going to come up again. I think Mark knows the game. He understands what he has in front of him as far as his young team. Let those guys play through it. Stephen Carey gets drafted in a top ten pick because of two things. One, he's a pure shooter. Mm-hmm. This guy shoots lights out anywhere, and he's developed a, uh, a finger roll, which I'm looking, why are you doing that? <laughs> he's developed that soft touch. Uh, and he puts me in the mindset of, uh, of Ray Allen, Ray uh, Allen, uh pack, those guys who shoot the jumper and they are clutch shooters. Uh he also got drafted because it's in his blood. This guy comes from that cloth. Um and you can't say that about a lot of siblings, a lot of kids uh whose parents played in the league. He's actually taken um that to the next level. He's actually been better than his father it will be um going forward from here.
2: Yeah, I mean and you could definitely tell I see a lot of comparisons with him in college uh, to what Russell Westbrook. Russell Westbrook wasn't a pure shooter than Steph Curry is, but they both played the two. Uh, Stephen Curry brought the ball down the court, but that doesn't mean he wasn't the shooting guard. And you could see how he's cultivated himself into a point guard. And through, under the tutelage of Mark Jackson, that Mark Jackson is one of the best and most solid point guards in NBA history. He's not an upper echelon guy. He played many, many years, and he games. knows the game. And, right, and he knows the game. And having him mentor uh, Steph Curry to a certain extent through being his coach is is huge. Russell Westbrook is still a shooting guard that plays point guard. He hasn't really. I mean, yes, maybe he gets some assists. He has a, a very electric team over there. But Steph Curry's really become a point guard, and he's there, and he's their uh, top scorer.
4: Well, you got those guys that can do more for their team. You remember uh, AI at Georgetown? He was the point guard, but when he came into the league, you make him the shooting guard. Well, he also told you he didn't come here to pass the ball. So, right. But <laughs> he um, he's a, he's a shooting guard. Or save he, his he, money he, for that matter. Yeah, he he's he's more of a guy that can. Um, uh, help the team and benefit the team well by being a number two guard. Don't ha- not having bringing the ball up every play.
2: Yeah, uh, so it'll be interesting to see what happens. Uh, the next couple of games will tell a lot about Mark Jackson as a coach, about Golden State as a team. Even though they're down, David Lee, who's their best best low post threat. Andrew Bogut's uh, found the fountain of youth, and he he had a big game last night. And if he can if he can perform, a former number one overall pick out of Utah. If he can perform, they actually might be in this game. It might be in this series. So. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, on the other side, the Bulls beat the Heat. This is probably the most shocking win of the uh, of the weekend. You could say Indiana, but I feel like I feel like, uh, I don't, I feel I don't like know. the Knicks are overrated, and I feel like the Knicks might lose to yeah. Indiana this round. Um, well, and the Bulls have got some new guys stepping up, too. Yeah, Nate, Nate Robinson. That's interesting I, to watch. Nate Robinson is I feel like guy. he's found a home, and, and nobody's really ever given him a contract, which I can't understand. For a multi-year contract. Yeah, and coming off the bench even, I mean, he was coming off the bench – uh, on every other team that he played on, I mean, he would start here and there through injury and whatnot, or when the when the season was lost. But he had 27 and nine last night. This guy is five nine listed as, so that could put him at five six and a half, for all we know. <laughs> and he plays. He's running this team. He's become the leader of this team. Joakim Noah is the inspirational leader, obviously playing on one leg. Plantar Faciades. Yeah, but they stuck it to the Heat last night, and.
3: Well, it
2: was a thirty some points in the last quarter, wasn't it? I mean, yeah, and they the and heat. they held the Heat to fifteen points in the first
4: quarter, and right. we could
2: say that's Russ because the Heat haven't played for the I better part of rust. a week.
4: Seven, seven days of of not shooting a basketball. the basketball. Yeah. If you have the best player on the planet, if you have the best player on the planet in LeBron James, away. that shouldn't happen. No, yeah. you crazy, You're out of your mind. No, you, you, well, you shouldn't happen. LeBron James has never. We could talk about him never beating a team by himself, but we saw we saw him do that in Cleveland. But he has. He has about three other, four other guys on that team, so he doesn't have to do it himself. His mindset has changed. One guy, MVP of the league, he's not going to be able to do it. Not against a team uh, with the Chicago Bulls, who's a defensive-minded team. Chicago Bulls, if you remember, beat those guys up.
2: Mm-hmm. Not beat them, beat them right, up, beat em up. Mm-hmm. during the regular season. Yeah, and they, they broke their the 27-game winning streak. So there's, there's some history now. This is becoming a new... A new rivalry, which is which is smash-mouth rivalry like the, the Heat East. and the Knicks it's used to be. East. Yeah, and when Derrick Rose comes back, it'll be interesting to see what they do with Nate Robinson, to see if they play them both in the backcourt because the combo guard of two-point two, two point guards that can handle the ball and they can shoot the ball, it's kind of like a new thing in the NBA. Golden State does it with Jared Jack and Steph Curry. It'll be interesting to see if Nate Nate Robinson has implanted himself as as a cornerstone
4: of this team now. That's going to be tough because Derrick Rose comes back, and, who's the team, and you, you can argue about... Um, you make good comments and good arguments about Nate Robinson not having a home. He's never had a home, but he's always been that same player. But given a chance, he proves what he can do. I would love to see this guy have a multi year deal. Somebody has to. Yeah, not, see the
3: talent there and yeah, pick
4: up n- on it. Yeah, not have a heart, but have some business sense. This guy right. is a. He's a player. He'll he's put people in the stands. He's yeah. really I would go watch him. Yeah. I would go watch. If I was going to watch the Bulls, it would not be because I'm going to see Derrick Rose play. It would be going I want to see what Nate Robinson do. You have to get almost like surprise you. Mighty Mouse. You have to get him mad or something. Or something has to be in trouble for him to come <laughs> And, and he's, he's hit a bunch of clutch shots in playoffs. He hit that bank shot uh, a couple of games ago. Yeah, he didn't call. Yeah, he,
2: you know, he's, he's exciting. Yeah. He's exciting. And. He's, his attitude has changed. He had a big attitude when he came into I the NBA. I think LeBron
4: threw an elbow when he when he went, when he he went fell on top of him. That yeah. elbow, I oh, saw yeah. elbow go down. Yeah, little... he needs a dentist. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: Yeah, so that's interesting. Uh, really quickly, let's move over to the Knicks in Indiana. I, I wish I could say I was surprised that Indiana went in and beat the Knicks on their home court. You know, Carmelo Anthony's never going to win anything if he doesn't change how he plays basketball. And the worst part about that is they have two guys like that on the same team, him and Jr. Smith. So
4: they're both going to get their shots regardless of what happens with the rest of the team. I think J.R. has to concede first, though. He has to be – he's the best six man. He's not the best starter. He's the best six man. And he could be a starter in the league for a lot of teams. Um, and I'm sure that's – he was for a while he was i think he played for didn't he play in detroit or somewhere but he, he denver. Was a, denver denver exactly but carmelo anthony is the guy there and now you have to have role players um and once he realized he has to realize that by now you decide to go to new york the spotlight is on you now take control of your team those guys around him has to know we're role players yeah and but the thing is that they carmelo got traded for role players. He got traded
2: for Danilo Goanari, Wilson Chandler, all the guys, they were kind of like the cohesive unit around the stars on the team where well, there weren't many stars before Carmelo went there. But now you have a two-headed monster Nate with Amari... was there too. Yeah, right, with Amari Sadamar sitting on the bench. You have three guys that need
4: the upwards of 20 shots a game to be happy. You can't win like that. If those two guys shoot the way they shot last, the, the other night, they're not gonna They're not gonna be Indiana. Indiana.
2: Yeah, I mean, if you're taking a bunch of 18 footers, you're never gonna win. Yeah, that's not. And when when LeBron learned how to get closer to the basket, that's when his field goal percentage went up. That's when his free throw percentage went up. He went to the line more. You have to learn to adhere to the new game that that's coming. You have to. Carmelo Anthony needs to change his style, or they're not gonna win. it Well, but
4: they gonna take those long shots. Their transitional defense has to be a lot better. Whenever guys are Indiana getting up the court, uh, They they run in the gunning along with the uh, New York Knicks, but the New York taking shots and they're missing them. And you're talking about two guys who've made shots all year in Carmelo Anthony and and J.R. Smith. They have to hit those shots or they have to play defense, one or the other. Yeah, Cindy. What do you think? Did you
2: watch any of it?
1: Basketball? Yeah. No. I watched hockey.
2: You did. Is that is well, that? I
1: watched golf. Course. Curious Girl. about
3: Derrick Rose too. I mean, he's, well, he's you know we got the whole mental, mental and emotional stuff going on with him that even when he does show up on the court, it'll be interesting as to whether I don't know, I he's able him. to play or not. See, that's, I don't, don't want to see him. Yeah, at this not point, he's him. a wuss. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, well, it's, it's a very polarizing. On the whole it's a very thing,
2: polarizing situation. I mean, you're not. He's cleared. Oh well, he's been he's been
4: clear for like three months now. Exactly. But you
2: have but you have all people in theory should understand what he's going through? Is I understand quite, what he's going through, but
3: there's also um, ways to get past it, and if he's not getting the help that he needs in order to get past that, then I, that still goes back to him.
2: Do you think that it has anything to do with the camaraderie, with the uh, cohesive, the cohesion that the team has been going through the whole year without him? you think it would disrupt that if he came back? I think it will. Absolutely. So do you think that has something to do with it? I mean, obviously you're not going to come out and say that. No, but, but there's, my guess is there's a lot of stuff going
3: on in his head where he's doubting his ability, he's doubting his body, he's worrying about, you know, what the cohes whether he's going to be accepted back in the team. I mean, there's so many aspects of this mentally and emotionally that he may be going through, and I'm sure that he is, that
4: keeps him from going back onto the court. And I can't argue with him one way or another because I'm not right. in that situation. Right. It depends on how you come to lead. You come to league, some guys come to league with a situation where I have to play hurt. He was a first-round pick. He doesn't have to play f- f- hurt, and he's the face of that team. Now, when we talk about the face of the team, you talk about Joe Kim Noah, inspirational guy. He's playing on one foot, playing to fasciata. He you was a, a first-round pick too. You can't, well, you, but you can't walk on that. Those things. Most average people will shut it down for a week. They were not going to work.
2: Yeah, I heard. Uh, I heard an interview with uh, somebody close to the team and said that Joe Kim Noah doesn't walk. When, when he's not on the court, yeah, exactly. he's, he's sitting, he's got that thing elevated. He's not, he's not doing anything. Well, he watching has it. game film. He
4: has it in his bloodline too. His dad was a professional tennis guy. He has it in his bloodline. He has two national championships in Florida. This guy knows how to compete. I'm not saying those guys who get hurt and don't show up do not know how to compete. It's just, what's the bigger picture for your team? And you got to also worry about your health. That's why I can't argue with uh, Rose and what he's going through. He's been cleared for three months. It, it could be a mental thing. He's not coming back; till he's ready. But we've seen guys come back early, or when they were cleared to come back, and immediately get hurt again. But yeah. one of the ways
3: to come back is to put yourself into action. Yeah, you have some to. Some place no you've got to take
4: some moves. Not shoot around. You need to get into. You need to get into the battle where you're getting bumped. Uh, I'm seeing. I'm watching yeah. this guy jump and right. dunk the ball. That's a strong knee. Yeah, and it, it reminds me
2: a lot of Chris Webber with the Sacramento Kings in the late '90s when. He would be hurt for the last 20 games of the year. They'd be rolling, maybe be the number one seed or the number two seed, and then he'd come back and would screw everything up. Right. No matter how good Chris Weber was at that point, no matter how important he was to that team, he messed up, he just messed up the fluidity that they had established the whole year. So, it, I mean, it'll be interesting to see what happens. And speaking of Chicago, uh, Kenya Simone's on the Ooh, line. Kenya.
1: Yeah, Hello, she, everybody. Hey, hey. To
0: Chicago, you got an
1: exciting place to be there, Chicago
0: girl. Oh, my goodness. In. So <laughs> exciting last night. Yeah, everybody was here going absolutely crazy. So. Well,
2: I mean, l- l- let's not get ahead of ourselves
0: here. <laughs> You're <laughs> don't the best team on the planet.
5: Well,
1: <laughs> no, <I didn't laughs> but the hogs are looking good, too. But
0: because we were the underdogs going in, I mean, everybody was saying, oh, um, the But I was hearing, even here in Chicago, that Miami was going to sweep us. Like, no one even gave us a shot at it. What
4: kind of fan And you? Nate
0: Robinson <laughs> let everybody know last night that's not going to happen and it's not going to be
4: easy. Well, Nate Robinson set the tone of his whole career that it's not going to be easy getting over him. He's playing with a whole sure. lot of complexities right now. He's a little man. He's, he's going to prove that he belongs. The guy can actually play. Mm-hmm. He's a starter on everybody's team in the league. You can put him on any team and they will be successful. That's what you call a, a – a baller or a starter, you can put him yeah, on any team. Yeah. yeah, any team, he's going to be successful. Nate Robinson is—he's the, the guy. And when we, we we talked about who's the face of this team, I'm not going to say it's Nate, but I'm saying he should be one of those guys. I'm not—I'm definitely not saying it's Dirk Rose because those guys are playing in spite of Dirk Rose. You got guys exactly. who have spinal fluid leaking from his spine, obviously. Uh, <laughs> From his big toe on the right yeah, foot. Yeah, I, I, I went to school for medicine. But, look, the, um, you got a guy who uh, had spinal fluid. You got a guy who had plantar fasciitis. You got a guy who just got busted in the mouth, should have had a concussion mm-hmm. last night. You got a, you, you look at that team, and it's built on defense, the Chicago Bulls. But now you got guys who are going to play hard to the end. We're not going to lose watching any team, and it being Miami Heat right now come in and shoot us out the gym. These guys can actually play. If you can keep them under 100 points, Chicago always has a chance.
0: Yeah, I believe that. And it was interesting listening in um, before I was actually on. I think it's definitely a mental thing with Derrick Rose. If he comes back now and he doesn't lift up to his own height, that will be a devastating blow to him. So I think he's just kind of riding it out and riding the wave. I wish he had a little more, you know, Jordan from back in the day that was just that beast that came out you know, with the flu or whatever ailments that he had. I'm not comparing Derrick Rose's injury to the flu by any means, but it's just something internal. Like, you know, we've you watched Steve Nash over the years. Steve – would have a broken arm, a broken leg. He would wobble down the court and still be productive and be there for his team. I think we need to fly Deborah out here on the next plane to Chicago to sit down with Derrick Rose and kind of get into his head and see what going hook, on with Buy him. my
3: ticket, yeah, girl. Yeah, I'm yeah, there. Hook, hook it up, Kenya.
2: Well, get her yeah, a flight. Stop happen. talking so much. And Steve Nash doesn't play defense. So, <laughs> <laughs> so, and Steve so, Nash,
1: so, a, a Canadian hockey player, so he's got that toughness. Like, it's innate. Dude, it. hockey players
2: not play could, defense either? That,
4: that could be true. The hockey guys are tough.
2: I really think what it comes down to, and and – there's two really important things here. One, he's on the bench every day looking dapper in his suit. Kobe wasn't doing Who, that. Steve
4: Nash? No. Uh, no. No. Rose, Rose. <laughs> Steve Nash no. I love Mar- Steve Nash, dapper,
0: not, yeah, not a. Crazy he was like the guy from.
4: Yeah, that doesn't go no. anywhere.
2: No, he went from looking like a beetle to the dude from Rune 5. Yeah. Mm. So, uh, <laughs>
3: The thing, too, the longer he sits out, the worse it's going to get. So, Hosea? I mean, yeah.
4: Who are we talking about? I'm are talking you? about,
3: no, I'm talking no, about
4: Rose. Derek Rose. Oh, Derek And Rose. I
2: really think that it, it's not out of the realm of possibility that Tom Thibodeau sat him down and said, listen, get yourself healthy. You're 22 years old. Let us take it out. Let us take it from here. If not, uh, I mean, they're not going to win this year anyways. Even with him, they wouldn't have won. You know what? Gonna, so, Chicago's going to stink whoa, next year. Whoa,
1: Alex. Uh, oh. Back up the Chicago's bus, dude. Want me to hit him for you? What?
2: what? Wait, so I, I, can't, I, I, can't, I can't speak the truth? You can speak the truth. black Okay, here's the thing. Oh. Well,
5: here's the
3: yeah, thing. I think Rose should have come back whenever he was cleared. Several months ago, and if he would have done it then during the season, he would have been ready for now and
4: played two or three minutes. Apparently, exactly, because that
3: would have got him back in to jump in now. Would I I agree with the guys? It would disrupt the team right now, and I don't want him on my
0: team.
4: I'm not on my team. I I I don't don't even want you on the sideline. I'm talking
0: about you know they're not gonna
4: win. They're not going
0: anywhere. my bother coming back? Come on, Alex. What? I'm I'm
4: sorry. (laughs) The the truth
3: hurts. You know, Alex. Okay, here his blood. Okay, so we can talk about Phoenix, but oh wait, they're not
2: even playing. Yeah, well. Wow. Well, there's Are the, Bakers there's the there's the lottery uh, the the lottery uh, thing in in a couple weeks, so we'll see what the pick is for. for I'll play for
4: Brittany Griner, so no, no, and the no the <laughs> <laughs> okay. really. she really. can play with
2: the man. I'm telling she you, she could. Yeah. Derrick Rose in on, in Game Three when they go back to Chicago should do what David Lee did: suit up, get checked in in the early of the second quarter, come in. Not this for year, a minute. no, 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 oh. no, just come in for a minute. Get the crowd pumped, because that could reju- that could The crowd is pumped everything.
3: to
4: what they're doing. I,
2: it would bring it to another level. I wouldn't want it to another cur- level. you think the crowd would scream for him or boo him? No, they, they would scream for him like it was, it was Michael be or, yeah. I think yeah. it would be 50-50, Nuh-uh. I think it
4: would be 50-50. No. I don't want him on the sideline. I don't even want to see you. we playing. Well, I need you there, because we no playing tweeting. in spite of you. we playing in spite of Derek Rose. You are superstar.
2: In spite of you, so if he got released and they wouldn't be playing in the playoffs?
4: Yeah, they would. They'd be no, like, no, okay, so he's no longer a factor now. Like, now. He's not a factor to that team, to them. Not the guys that's playing. I'm just going off what I know. I don't want to confuse your opinion. No, but but, but right. all of these guys... <laughs> if, if he has an, say, an opinion, say, you shouldn't be able to But you them, say
2: no. going, going about being veterans. Aside from Jimmy Butler, this is a team of veterans. All of Chicago, them are. Yeah. And Tom Thibodeau is... He was... He is a great Popovich Jr. I, I say who this. Who will get the most out of his players every second of the day.
4: Tom Thibodeau, he is the, he's the reason why they're playing this he's way. He's the real deal. He's the reason, because if you can get guys like Nate, Nate Robbins, a superstar, his endorsement's going to be up. He's level. not a superstar. No. He's a superstar. <laughs> he's a superstar. His endorsement's going to be up. Let me, let me market you for three months and I'll take 3%. Or find you some deals. Oh yeah, I find that he'd be working in pop pies and everything. <laughs> Get <laughs> a few commercials, uh, and signs on buses, <laughs> he be in Lolos, Go Chicken Go. I <laughs> have Go Chicken Go. <laughs> <laughs> go, chicken, go. <laughs> <laughs> Something really wrong with him. Save he me. Had never had Can you get? A, can you get a, come on,
0: come on. He had
4: never had to buy groceries again. <laughs>
3: oh my god,
2: that's funny. Well, I don't know if we can come back from that. <laughs>
3: yeah, I got to say, take control here. <laughs>
4: <laughs> if you're gonna sit in the big chair, you gotta have yeah, a big chair. So, so, yeah. <laughs> okay,
2: slowly and very <laughs> gotta, smoothly. Got to have a pair? Moving, uh, <laughs> moving, over to the to the fourth game. Uh, Oklahoma City oh. and Memphis had another thriller. Memphis was up twelve points with about three and a half minutes left. Four minutes left. Oklahoma City comes back. Kevin Durant's uh, cementing himself as one of the clutchest players in the NBA, and he's four for four in the last two years, in the last two playoff years. Um, when you're down with 24 seconds or left, with 24 seconds or less, he's hit four shots in a row to put his team up for either game winners or. Or putting them in a position to
4: win, so, which is huge. I mean, well, it, that's only three guys. I want taking a final shot if they're if I'm the coach or I'm on that team. You can't even say Kobe anymore. Not it's not it was never him. Never never Kobe. oh never it was him. never oh, okay. Kobe. Okay, it was never Kobe. Okay, it was Mr. Eighty nope. One. Okay. Ray Allen. Well, he shot 81. He got eighty one, but it, they wouldn't all jump shots. Anyway, as I was saying, it was Ray <laughs> Allen. Yeah. Uh Steph Curry. Really? Absolutely. You're bumping him up right now. He's the star, man. This guy can shoot. He's pure. Uh, And uh, what's the other guy in Oklahoma? Kevin Durant? That's what I (laughs) said. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so. um, The only three guys that I won't really shoot taking the final shot. I live and die with that. Yeah. Well, Well,
2: I I have different names, but that's that's for another show. Three
4: Kobe's. You can't know your Kobe. I was the one
2: that just said no Kobe. Kobe. Um, But so uh, Oklahoma City squeaks it out. Uh, they get a win, which was huge. Kevin Martin showed up big for in, out of Russell was uh, without Russell Westbrook there. Uh, they could really use James Harden right now, I would say. Well, uh, James <laughs> Harden's fine, and he's doing. I yeah, think he's. Fine. I understand, he's but I, the I, think, be, I
4: but he's fine. And I he's
2: and I, I've said this from day one. I feel like they got rid of the wrong guy. They should
4: got. They should have got rid of. Westbrook. Imagine James Harden in Chicago right now. ooh
2: Ooh, right, oh, that's the Didn't Old for Miami. You, know, you can say that about any guy going to any team. No, no. How about no. James Harden in L.A. right now?
4: You've been saying that about Dwight Howard going anywhere else. I think Dwight Howard can only play for about three or four teams.
2: Yeah, and he'll look pretty good with Chris Paul as a Laker. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but Memphis Memphis is going to give OKC everything that they have, and it's going to be a close series. And with all of these close games that OKC's playing, they can only last so long. I really don't see them making the finals. San Antonio is looking really, really good. Overall, they not yeah, uh, they are. No, they they are. are. San Antonio's they not looking really good. They swept the Laker powerhouse team. What are you talking about, <laughs> Lakers? The Lakers.
4: <laughs> the Lakers the San Antonio should have been playing Utah. Lakers shouldn't even been in it. But well, Kobe willed so. those guys yeah. to, in, in that playoff eight spot.
1: Speaking of Oklahoma City, didn't D. Fisher get fined for a flop?
4: Yeah, well, yeah, that's he's he did that when he was a Laker. He always he did, yeah. did that. Was that. Utah. Yeah, people. A, a,
0: a habitual flopper. Yeah,
4: he is. And you should be fine. Because grown men shouldn't be flopping.
0: Especially
1: in the playoffs. <laughs> it just doesn't uh, look good. In the playoffs,
4: there should be d- times, too. Yeah. It used to it,
1: it, Like when you're in the construction zone. <laughs> Fines are doubled in the playoffs.
4: <laughs> yeah, Manu, <that's,
2: laughs> Manu Ginobili is known as the guy that flops. And it was the Manu Ginobili rule. But Derek Fisher started it all. Oh, I remember no when he, he came out in of like Arkansas. 2000. St- Arkansas Little Rock. Him and Kobe came out in 97, the same year. And he was doing it ever since he's been in the league.
4: Yeah, they, they get great actors. He directors. was, he in was an innovator. innovator in the art of flopping.
1: And, and
3: yeah. That's being a coward. I can remember high school teams. When my son was playing, and Brophy would show up, and when they were going through their warm-ups, they were practicing flopping during their warm-ups. Boom.
4: It's a beautiful
2: thing.
5: Well, oh, my, wow. Mike, amazing. Mike, yeah, that's amazing Mike to watch.
2: Duke has made, has made a career on people taking charges right into the basket. and yeah. well, you well, know standing there taking a whole charge. Bunch, yeah, but it, th- that's what a flop is. It's a fake charge. You think that all of Duke's guys are taking charges holding their – Holding their family jewel you think they're gonna have a six eight guy coming out I of think it without uh, flopping?
4: The coach said, "Take a shot, charge." They're gonna take a charge. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I don't. I, yeah, you just and can't.
1: And then there was golf. <clears throat> and then
4: there was golf. Okay, well then let's go. Go ahead. Okay, you don't want that. What, what is it? Cindy the one has golf. golf? Was, go ahead.
1: Know. Go
2: ahead. What was he? The twelve hundred and seventh.
1: He was a, guy oh, the, the world? fourth alternate.
4: The guy who won. Yeah, 22-year-old
1: yeah. Yeah. rookie. That, he was fourth alternate. He was sitting home when he got a phone call and said, come play. And he's like, all right, you want me to play? I'm going to play also. No, that happens. Show, that yeah. happens every weekend. That's not <laughs> so But it
3: true. was interesting. <laughs> not only was it him holding it together on the final holes, it was
4: Mickelson falling apart yeah. as yeah. well. Yeah. And, yeah. and Roy McIlroy not showing up at all. He was th- he was three behind at one point. Yeah. Or For two days, three behind. Mm. And I'm like, go ahead and take the shot, I think Tiger mentally has destroyed that guy. For at least a year. At least a year. <laughs> or, or his girlfriend.
2: I mean, no joke. Tiger Story's girlfriend. No, no.
4: <laughs> <that, laughs> Who are, baby? Yeah,
2: that's, that's the late night show. I'm talking about uh, uh, Wozniacki. The, the whole thing, I, I think that they're having issues, and that was, well, you can't that was have speculated a famous, the whole time. And, well, I mean, people do.
4: You can't have a famous girlfriend and be famous yourself. It's too much going that's, on. You're never in the a same lot place. Of pressure. Yeah, yeah, you're never in the same place. And then, if you're jealous, and most guys are, uh, most guys can't put up what most women put up with. And, yeah, and they both that have egos very true. That's
1: the That's part the part very when you're
4: very working ever with everything. a religion. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right? Wow.
1: I know. Wow.
4: Women are built different.
1: Women are built different.
4: Mm-hmm. I've
1: seen, what, what the, I've seen you better. You before you I've, last
4: night. I've <laughs> seen the <laughs> charms. They I are. I had <laughs> a root canal. I <laughs> <for> had <laughs> a root
2: <laughs> canal. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Yeah. I had a root canal on Saturday. On that awesome note, we got to take a break. We'll be back in about two minutes. Call me last sports talk.
5: Can y'all hear me? i there? Yo. Let's get it, pop. let's get it, pop. I'm all in. I've been in the kitchen whipping with you. What
4: y'all been. Been sitting back from a distance, watching the world spin. Now it's time for me to
5: open up and chime in. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. On the Voice America Sports Channel. The talk doesn't get any hotter. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports.
4: Now, some of you might still be in that place. If you're trying to get out, just follow me. I'll you, you can try and read my lyrics off but it's I Welcome back to you Kwame Lassiter Sports stay, Talk. That's just hating at the highest level. Hating heard, heard Eminem. You heard Eminem. We've you heard that song so 700
2: early. times. <laughs> uh, Kwame Lassiter Sports Talk. Sorry, rudely interrupted. Uh, Alex Clancy, Kwame Lasseter, Deborah Debris, Cindy Liska in studio. We were talking <laughs> golf and Simone, on the... Oh, in oh. Kenya. Kenya. Well, we're, we're done...
4: Kenya, what, 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 what you what got going on all she says all she says is
2: Derek grows Derek grows Derek grows Derek grows
4: and then she needs a cigarette in the shower <laughs> dare grows dare <laughs> <laughs> grows cigarette in the shower we're not even talking about him as much because he is not even
0: relevant
2: to our team right now so well we be, that's what i've been saying yeah, for doubles. A, Yikes. doubles okay so we were talking golf on the on the previously before we took a break my question is when you said that phil Mickelson kind of collapsed do you think that because there's so many tournaments and there's so much parody in the PGA tournament, in the PGA Golf Association, do you think that these big guys are just not caring anymore about these tournaments in our majors? Mm. And I, and my follow-up question is, do you think it's Tiger's fault? Oh, my goodness. Stop blaming Tiger for no, no, I don't no. think Yeah, No, think to, no. Really no. Do, you think I, it, I, do you think it's Tiger's fault because he really only plays – when he was in his heyday, he played the majors, and he played, like, the Byron Nelson. He played Pebble Beach. He played – uh Dural, he played Tory Pines. He played like twelve tournaments a year out of the nine hundred that they have oh, yeah, on the calendar. Deborah, year. I'm asking Deborah first. Oh, okay.
3: So what I don't understand is why you would think it was Tiger's fault. Why because should why should anybody else control what you do? Right. So any other Tiger golfer that controls that's everything. Well, but uh, a golfer out there, if Tiger's not playing, that gives them a better option to, to win or a I better possibility to win, and they should always be playing at their absolute best. Is he control
4: he even, the money. Go ahead, Cindy.
1: I don't even think he's that big of a fat. Oh, you just
2: said. Like, is another draw. opportunity to win. He's a TV draw, a money draw. He started the trend. He started the trend in the early 2000s of playing very few tournaments a year because he was making so much money the endorsements, and he wanted to play the big ones and then now Phil has more money than you know he knows what to do with obviously and but
3: here's the thing if you got Phil Mickelson, Mickelson coming up you know to the final holes of the 72 you know that they play and you're going against a guy who sh- by all rights shouldn't even be there why would Mickelson fall apart? Mm-hmm. I mean, he should be playing at his... Again, he should be having it together. He's got the opportunity to win a whole lot more money, and whatever his drive is, whether it's money to do other things or money for the sake of it or the just the idea of I win, I get TV, I get whatever, it has really nothing to do, shouldn't have anything to do other than his own mindset.
4: Anytime yeah. I hear Phil Mickelson name in a tournament, I think he has a chance to win. Oh, sure. I don't yeah. think he showed up. Now, when you talk about... When you ask if it's Tiger's fault, no, to answer the question. But what you're saying is this guy, he's he's put so much in the PGA as far as the marketing that when Tiger's not playing, I rarely watch golf. I rarely exactly. watch golf. So when you say
1: that I he always doesn't, watch it when
2: so, I know he's not, when, not there. <laughs> so, when,
4: so when you say that Tiger doesn't have control over
2: anything – that's well, B.S. I'm well, well but, yeah, oh. so
3: he he shouldn't have control no, over the, the individual the players, money. but he certainly has a control over the people control. who show up to watch. Exactly yes. He
2: is the sun in the sky of any PGA Tour event. Whether he's there or whether he's well, not. Well, what Deborah's saying is he
4: can't control me playing my round against, right. and I'm in Syria. Like you know, it, it
1: depends <laughs> on what turn. I guess you look, I look at the Phoenix Open, he hasn't played in that in how many years? That doesn't deter anybody successful. from going. Yeah, yeah. There's people. Still go there. people don't 000. go there to
2: watch golf, they go to their booze and dress up. They, that's what so people are yeah, That's, that's like
4: hot heel shoes at the Phoenix yeah, yeah, It's
1: marketing, though. It's marketing. You can market it. You can market a tournament that doesn't have Tiger in it just as easily Come find a husband.
4: Come
2: find a wife. That's what the
3: marketing is. Yeah, the women are out they're marketing themselves,
1: he controls all
0: things external viewers, you know, people that are going to come out, people that are going to support. But internally, they should be on top of their game and playing their best game. Absolutely, because that's what they've put right. out. No, I easy. agree. He should be in their mind like that, exactly. Easy.
4: Well, easy with the big words. We don't use external, internal on the show. <laughs> <laughs>
3: You uh, just Spell it. You said Use that in a sentence. Yeah.
2: I wasn't saying personally, like, Phil's like, oh, well, Tiger's not here, so I don't have to play. I'm just saying that it's when you've gotten to a point where you've won, you've still, which is very few players.
4: Phil a should have won the tournament. Well, I,
2: I understand, but he's laughing on 16 and 17. He didn't care. He's like, so two things. One, I beat the 9,000th person in the world. Or this kid wins, nobody will forget. People will forget that I finished second two weeks from now. That guy might and not ever he, win another and tournament. And here's in his the thing,
3: life. and if that's his mindset, he should not even be on the golf he's course. Never, exactly. He's
2: never been the most mentally tough. He's always been family first. Whenever Phil hits the crazy that's shots. That's mentally
4: tough right there, family first.
2: Well, I agree, but I'm saying uh, uh, competitively <laughs> in golf, whenever he hits his crazy shots, going for the green and two, going for over the water for uh, into like the Masters, when he hit the shot out of the woods onto the green, that's when he wins tournaments. He's, but how he's does very her- polarizing mm-hmm. when it comes to, I feel like his mental strength doesn't even touch tires. I but feel like it does.
4: Work. And I would agree with that. And how does, mm-hmm. but
3: how does coming in first as opposed to second hurt his family? So family first, great. Your job is to, when your job is to go out there and play golf, you should be out there playing golf. You yeah. should not even have your family in your mind at that point. Yeah, but it, your family comes when you walk off the course and you say, look what daddy just did.
2: Yeah, well, fair. But 800000 and for first and second doesn't matter to him, Shoot. but it's not. It, a, it
3: should not be about the money. I mean, the money is part of it. I agree, but when he you're out there playing, then it becomes about winning. And it's competitive. Because winning is the it's job. A job. Yeah,
2: passion. Yeah, but everything is. About I
3: don't money. care. I the don't think bottom line is money, but it's not. That's when you, not a Just thought. like when we're yeah, when we're talking football or any other sport, when you're on the course, when you're on the field, you should not be thinking about the money. You should be thinking about being at your absolute best and winning the fucking fr- position of the game. I can't say that you know? there's
4: anybody who thought, man, if I I get this interception, I get a, a hundred thousand dollar bonus. It and, and in the heat of the battle, nobody I, I can't, yeah. I will be willing that's to not, say nobody thinks about money, yeah, that's it, it, right. doesn't, that's it doesn't right. come up. But if you take care of your business, it's the competitive. I don't care if that guy was the fourth alternate, I'm thinking he's trying to beat me. Not, that's yeah, the difference yeah, between eating cheeseburger and me eating the hamburger. That's right, it's, it's the difference of cheese on your burger or not. So, I'm it's competitive. <laughs> And I'm like total so. How long ago did you get like, that so, root so, canal? Was <laughs> <It's, laughs> that recent or was that oh
3: my gosh!
5: It's,
4: it's the difference between me going to a place and getting what I want. or So 50
2: something. cents difference with the cheese and the
5: not cheese? That's what, at the
2: end <laughs> of the day, it's competitive. That's an expensive
4: cheese. It's a competitive uh, nature. I don't care who that guy is. You lined up in front of me, I'm trying to beat you. That's I'm trying right. to prove that yeah. you shouldn't be in front of me. I, I use whatever I got to use to get the job done. Yeah. I, but it, it won't be money.
2: In the grand scheme of things, this really isn't. I mean, it's a great story for the kid. It's an amazing story for the mm. kid, and and hopefully, you know, he'll he'll get some exemptions through this win, and hopefully, he'll be able to play. And, Absolutely, he'll be in the Masters Yeah, yeah.
4: He got in the Masters for that win. Yeah. yeah. So I, it'll be so anybody can get in the Masters now.
1: No,
0: I might
4: try. I might play Glendale College. <laughs> to get <in> the
0: masters. <laughs> I was just
4: about to say, even you, call me? I, I'm not. No, no. I'm no. Not if, if the Masters was played, at, if the Masters was played at Legacy.
2: And, and you got a free exemption. Then, then I'm not. You'll be on the
4: leaderboard after day one. I can tell you right now, and I'm just the honest, most honest I could be. I'm not good enough to play in the Masters. But if I had two years to practice, then I would be.
1: Well, two years from now, market calendars.
4: If I practice, well, right. I, I got Animals other stuff. Yeah, but yep. you can't kick the ball when you want to get out of the sand trap or something. I not golf.
1: No, he is <laughs> like the most stickler to the rules I've ever seen
4: in golf. He gets, I, 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 yeah, you can never get better. And, um, I, I watch a lot of guys say, I say, what you get at the end of the round, at the end of the, uh, the hole? I say, I think I got I said, how do you think? You don't know what you got? You don't <laughs> know how many shots you take? I said, just did. tell me what it is because golf is a gentleman's game. Um, just tell me what it is. If you say it's a three and I know it was a six, I'm going to write down three. You're <laughs> never going to get better. Yeah, right. you're, yeah. Never
0: yeah get you're cheating better. yourself yeah. at that you are point. Cheating yourself.
4: Yeah, yeah. It's a great honor system in golf. Yeah, a uh, golf. Uh, what is it? Uh, gentlemen only, ladies forbidden.
2: I think that's Augusta's. Uh, I think that's Augusta's that's their, thing. Uh, yeah. Yeah. It, 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 was.
4: it was. It was. It was their statement when they were yeah, trying to keep was. women out. Yeah. Gentlemen only, ladies yeah. forbidden. That's just yep. dumb. Mm.
2: They do have a dollar hot dogs there though, so they got that going for them. Which they, they don't has. have to pay for uh, food. Is <laughs> great there it's, and it's cheap. But yeah. three dollar draft beer. What, what, is, che- what, is it at, what is it at the FBR, at the waste management, like $19 for a beer? I, I, never, bet, you I, get, get, <laughs> I bet you can
3: get
4: cheese on your hamburger That's there price. too. Damn, yeah. <laughs> a, cheese for a nickel. I don't pay for food when I go to events. I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm in a tent. In a
1: tent. It's yeah, all man, free you gotta there.
4: recognize it's all free. Yep. I go in the tent. I like I belong there. I don't care whose tent it is. Oh, <laughs> He's walking. security
1: walks in like he owns it.
4: So, uh, <laughs> did you guys watch the
2: Kentucky Derby, the most exciting 46 seconds in sports? Yes, I did. What? Flying. did you, were you wearing your hat?
1: Of course, I was wearing my. hat. Of course, hat. I was wearing
4: my hat. She wore a Cardinals hat. Duh, I was about.
1: not wearing. A hat. I did when I went. I went to the I went to the race in '97 and it rained and it was miserable and I did wear a baseball hat then because it was like I'm not bringing out my. I could just picture you on the that. couch
2: with that hat with a with a dry martini just. Legs Mid
1: julep dude. Come on.
2: I don't even. It's hut. the Kentucky Derby. I tough not to even say. Yeah, that sounds awful. My
1: horse didn't win again, though.
2: Oh, you, did you oh. bet? Always. Did you? Okay. Always. You a gambler.
1: Um, on the Derby. I love the Derby.
2: And Absolutely I, and I love think it. I have a theory as to why the Kentucky Derby is the most popular. Because we talked about it last week when right before the Phoenix teams uh, start, I said that it sounded it was like uh, filling out your bracket, like oh maybe this year is going to be different. Kentucky Derby is the start of the Triple Crown, obviously. So now there's all this excitement for the next, well, at least 12 days until the Preakness to see, oh, maybe this will be the year. Maybe this will Maybe be the year. Be triple crown. Yeah, and it's it's well, not. But it's, it's also it's got money. the most it's pageantry. Money, it's, it's got the well, most and tradition. It's, and it's first for a reason. It, it's I mean, not. It's not. Is, the it all diesel. goes through together. I mean, those hats are obnoxious,
4: though. These it's, wins. Those hats are absolutely obnoxious. Sad. They uh, well, some of the hats a. They are. They they look. They are obnoxious. Good. No, um, they look good.
1: It, it, good. it was kind of like um William and Kate's wedding to me. Looking at the hats, I was like, oh, I could talk about money. The Kentucky Derby, in my
4: opinion, it's all about. It's all about. It's business. It's business is not the. The act of going there business, not the act of buying a ticket business, is you have the Kentucky Derby, you have the Preakness, and then you, you're waiting for that triple crown. Well, that guy really, that horse really wins the third one, but I take that horse and breed him, and oh, I yeah. get, you make millions of dollars off the 40 breeding to $60,000 per shot.
3: Per yeah, shot. <laughs> per
4: shot.
1: they say haven't, haven't
3: even been yelling. That
2: glue factory sounds awesome. <laughs>
1: Not I root back for back jockeys back now, back. though I don't. Root. I love Calvin Burrell. He's like my favorite little jockey in the whole wide world. As
2: opposed hey, to a big jockey. What
4: do you think about this? A They're horse, up. a horse juice is more expensive than your juices. <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: a horse is a horse. Of course. There's yeah, but I can. So have so a beer. You a horse. <laughs> you know,
4: I can enjoy my life. But it's about breeding those horses, though. If you can, yeah. if you get to yeah. it. It's about. Uh, coming from a, a champion uh, long-term family, long-term money yep. comes there. Yeah, long-term. So it'll be interesting. long-term
2: money. I mean, the Belmont Stakes usually poses a problem for the sprint horses because of the the long backstretch. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I just want Orb to win the Preakness. I don't, I don't care really what happens to the Belmont because it'll make me want to watch the Belmont. Really, the Belmont is unnecessary unless you have a stake in one of these horses, unless. Unless, Unless like somebody's one the first two, two winners right. going in. Yeah. So, you know. That's I, why
4: I don't get involved. That's why I I don't like getting involved. Like last night, I tried not to watch the game because I started rooting for somebody. <laughs> I don't want to. I just want to enjoy the game, but then I started rooting for it. But how can you not root for Chicago Bulls with everything that's exactly. going on? Right.
1: Exactly,
0: right?
4: Yeah. So, uh, no. And the Hawks. Dallas was
0: like, no.
4: Well, yeah.
2: Kenya, you know I'm going to apologize first. I'm going to apologize <laughs> to the city of Chicago for calling this first. Uh. <laughs> So. Okay, so, Floyd Mayweather, does it matter? Does it matter at all that, well, that he won, that he beat
4: Robert Guerrero? It matters because that guy, dad went crazy. His pops went crazy. Mm. And oh, he, he did. He lost his mind uh, on the, um, what was it, the pre-fight uh, mm-hmm. press conference. You, He went up there and said some, you, I understand getting,
0: Get you, if you're getting
4: personal, it's, it has to be something with boxing. He started talking about everything. And he's not the one fighting. You can train yeah, somebody. He's talking about yeah. um,
0: Mayweather beating his, his wife, calling fire. him a chicken. Like he's a woman beater. We're gonna get him. What do you but think, Mayweather? The, the best in the world on do? He was like, "I'm not doing this. I'm gonna come for you're not in the ring. Yeah, relax a little bit.
4: Yeah, yeah, and yeah. You don't you don't put was- fuel to the fire to somebody who's one of the can arguably go down as the greatest fighter ever, 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 ever. And uh, I'm not talking about. Uh, Ali, I'm talking about numbers, getting in that ring and beating people up. Yeah, forty-four zero. No. Forty-four. No. So you're
0: secure in saying that Mayweather is the best boxer ever.
4: No, I say it could arguably go down.
0: Oh, I was gonna say, my goodness.
4: Well, well, who's the best boxer ever?
0: Muhammad Ali. Who? I would say.
4: You I would say, say, say Ali. The
0: best- Boxer
4: would be Ali, the best fighter would be Mike Tyson, in my opinion. Oh, don't go too far. You're getting too uh,
2: technical. Mm-hmm. You okay, look. Well I, okay a uh, holyfield. But the not Mike the answer, there, there is
4: no but the Kenya, you, you're right. Boxing and fighting are two different things. Mm-hmm. Uh, but overall I could I would say Ali because what he he's the only sports guy, in my opinion, the own the only can go anywhere in the dark corners of the earth of the world. And be known. People, yeah. know him. And people know him. Everybody
1: knows Everyone. him. Everyone.
4: Yep. Now he's the only one, so he's the best because he was also a lot the of things. Recognizable. outside. recognizable. Yeah. He was I mean. so
1: charismatic.
4: But he was a lot of things outside of the ring. And, and, mm-hmm. and when you talk about Floyd Mayweather outside of the ring, you just talk about his mouth and his money team. His no, money no, one, his no one wants to hear that. Nonsense
0: and foolishness. Yeah,
4: no and one wants his, his extracurricular th- activities. Uh, no one wants to hear about the money team. No one wants to see you throwing money up when people are out there, especially when, when this drought and everything, you just flipping money in there. That's that's insulting to everybody else. I mean, it's yours. You can do what you want to, but it has some common sense with it. He needs he needed to fight Manny Pacquiao two years. No, Manny Pacquiao needed to fight him. He didn't need to fight anybody. Why won't Floyd Mayweather take a drug test? He will. as, soon as no. Manny take one. That's what he said. Manny Pacquiao. Uh-huh.
2: Okay, well, you know what? Here's the thing. If you're offered 60% of the purse, you've been offered 60% of the purse, plus Who, whatever, no, uh, Floyd Medweather, Pacquiao's like, take 60%. I don't care. They're making so much money for one fight. It's I, That's one thing that well, I'll never both understand. Of those
4: guys, you could, at the, both of these guys' career, at the, at the peak of their career, it's easy to say, take 60%. I'll take 40 because they both have something going on outside of the ring. He's singer running for governor. Uh, Floyd Mayweather, the things he's doing in Vegas, the boxing gym. <laughs> They have a lot going on, so sixty forty is not a. That's not a huge like you trying to get over on me. Plus, Floyd Mayweather promotes and produces his own reality show weeks up until he's about to fight every time. So there's a lot of money. This guy made thirty million dollars before he even stepped in the ring. Stepped into
0: the ring, yeah. He made
4: thirty million dollars, and that, and so sixty forty to me is it's, it's okay. I know I'm gonna beat you up anyway. So sixty forty, okay. If you want to give me sixty percent of of what we're about to do. Then let's get it on. But it comes down to that drug test again. I'm not going to let somebody beat me on steroids.
2: <laughs> yeah. Okay.
4: Yeah, uh,
2: yeah. So so really quick. I don't quick, I'm
0: walking into that
2: either. Do you think Manny Pacquiao, I'm going to go around there, Manny Pacquiao versus Floyd Mayweather, do you think
4: they're going to fight, and who do you think is going to win? I don't Conner. even see a big draw there anymore. I don't think it's – find somebody. It's an up-and-coming guy, I'm sure. There's always somebody up-and-coming. I
0: think people still want
4: that, though. I
1: think that's
4: probably that the biggest I th- thing that boxing I, in a long yeah. time. But after Pacquiao got beat up – I don't that's a now. risk
1: for Mayweather, though, yeah. too. I love Mayweather, but I think that's a risk face. for him. You love Mayweather? You love, you Mayweather? love
4: him, but you he hate Tiger? I know. You so... You're <laughs> so you're Get out of here. I like that. Pacquiao, yeah. too, though.
1: You but I think it would be a weeks. good... I <laughs> <laughs> I think that would be a good fight, but I don't think either one of them would... Deborah, do
3: I don't think? think they're going to fight because I don't think that... um I don't think Mayweather
2: needs it. I don't think so. Do you me. don't think he needs it because his why? record his record is perfect why, now, so why, why, why not? Take why take a chance? Oh, so you're going to be a PNG. If you're the best, if you're yeah, yeah, the best boxer in the
3: world. Yeah, but that wasn't the question. The question yeah. was whether we're going to do it or not. Yeah. The question is, I don't think he will because he's a
2: PNG. You he heard that. <laughs> I, I heard that. My, my, that was my answer that I, that I instilled <laughs> upon you. All right. Uh, we have about nice eight minutes left, and I think it's time for Down and Dirty mm. with Deborah. Oh. Yeah.
3: Okay. We're changing the mood here a little bit, Um, as always. So, here's my question. You know, what is it that leads up to having a 15 year old girl need to be able to go into a local drugstore and buy Plan B, Mm. the morning after pill? What is it that's missing in raising kids that allows a 17 year old boy, 17 year old boy at a soccer game, go up and hit a 46 year old referee in the side of the head and kill the referee? Oh, wait. With Mm -hmm. what? A punch! Oh my goodness! Punch that put awesome. him unconscious, and uh, died. So this isn't about the pill. This is about what are we doing kids. in raising our kids? What are we doing as a society? And what is it that the kids are really missing? Because right now, when we look at the Plan B, and we're you know lowering the limit to 15 years old, and you can buy it over the counter, you know, I look at it and say it's not about the drug. It's about the parents it's about society and it's about not just the girl it's about the boy as well because there was an opportunity for both of them to make a choice there was an opportunity for this 17-year-old kid to make a choice instead of being so angry it's not courageous to act in that way it's just plain stupid and i look at it and i wonder where's the where is the self-respect in these children what are we doing as parents in order to have our kids feel like they can respect themselves to say no when they should be saying no, whether it's walking up and punching a referee? I mean, there are so many incidences like this that are going on. Teachers in schools are starting to quit schools because they're afraid to walk into the classroom. These kids don't have the, the feeling and the knowledge of significance, which is extremely important to all of us to feel that we are significant. To feel that we are appreciated, to feel that people care enough about us, and to teach us how to respect ourselves enough in order to
4: say no. I, I, first of all, Alex, if you're gonna host the show and run the show, you gotta get that You gotta get that topic more time. So that was, I, I tell you what's, I tell you what the problem is, is parents. Absolutely. Absolutely. There, there are no, I'm not saying abuse your kid. Most kids that never got a weapon are not bad kids. But well, I'll tell you one thing. a lot thing. of abuse going on that has nothing to do with putting hands on. Exactly. Well, discipline, I, I don't sure. I, discipline. You have to have uh, choices, decisions, and consequences. And kids have to understand the three things. If they don't, they're going to they're go straight to there's no consequences on my, in my actions. Now, Absolutely. if you got consequences in your actions, that 17-year-old kid he had, who hit a referee and killed him, he had to have thought about that on his way to hitting him, which makes it right. because
3: it, w- it wasn't right. It wasn't in the moment. I mean, the kid got a yellow card, so he was ticked off. This was a recreation, recreational game, and the referee was standing there filling out some paperwork, and the kid walked over and hit him on the side of the head. I,
4: I've never say um, treat kids as an adult because most time they treat black kids as an adult when they're seventeen years old. But you know that that kid going to prison, he's not going to jail. He's Did they charge him? him? I, I don't know if they
3: have yet or not. He's going to They're prison. not releasing their name or that because it's a bad thing. grandmother
4: aged nothing. He killed the man. His age is no more, no longer ir- irrelevant. His- but
3: that's, but that's not the conversation either. I mean, I go back to your comments regarding parents because that's where I look at their responsibility. And I mean, even as a single mom, uh, with my kids, they always knew that they were loved. They always knew that there was respect. Did I do everything right? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's the emotional aspect that kids need when they're growing up, and they need not to be told what to do. They need to be able to feel the love and the respect and be able to understand what's right and what's wrong so that they can make those decisions themselves when and the time to understand comes. And
0: there are consequences for your actions. Uh, absolutely. Whether they're good or bad, there are always going to be some type of consequences for the actions that you choose to make.
3: Right, and for parents and I to start to notice. Every
0: day, and parents, it's a totally different thing than it was, um, I can even say like ten, fifteen years ago—not way back in the day—but as of late, it's like—is it TV raising your child? Is the radio raising
1: your child? Yeah, or TV. are you as a parent, or the video up games in your that house, are or raising your children like they should be?
3: Yeah, and,
0: yeah, and
1: even like. We were out the other day, and there was we were at Barnes and Noble this uh, the other day, and there was these three kids that were tearing books up, throwing them all over the place, brand new books, brand new books at the Barnes and Noble kids area. And my daughter, who is disabled, who doesn't understand a lot, knows better than that. She was actually going after them, picking them up, and trying to figure out where they went, while these kids who were supposedly typical, um, and while their parents sat there and watched them and let them do it, and sat there on their um iphones um, because well parents are now
4: parents are now 18 years old parents are now 15 their grandparents i haven't seen a grandparents are now 40 years old 42 years old Mm -hmm. and that is Mm -hmm. it Mm -hmm. it's going to take 20 to at least 20 to 40 years to get it back to where and getting it back is always not good but getting back to where kids are being raised at home and not going to school and tv is not tv is the most unsupervised parent in yeah, and the internet now yeah. we have yeah.
0: so much access to everything on the internet. My kids are always it
2: on YouTube. There's, I, a I don't reason, understand it. there's a reason. There's a reason why. Games. There's a reason why parents sign off on things until kids are 18 because technically the and kids are, cannot think for themselves in theory according sure. to the law. So all of these things. It has to go back to the parents. I mean, 17 is such a touchy subject because what's really the difference between 17 and 18? Right. Really, what's the difference? I mean, maybe you graduate high school. The draft, maybe it's a little right. different. The
4: draft, the military draft. Yeah, the but, and, that's, and that's, all, right.
2: that's all federal laws and stuff, like signing Over. as a parent. So
4: I, I don't really know. Well, plan B is uh, – That can, is something that's – Yeah. That is crazy. That, a plan, plan B, if you buy a Plan B pill, means you've been sexually active for about two years and you're 15 years old right now. Yeah. That's what's happening. That's because they have yeah.
1: shows like Teen Mom teen who glorify, yeah, exactly. that glorifies teen it, pregnancy.
4: And it's crazy. I think it's the, I, it, calls, it boils all down to the parents. I would be scared. to go. Kenya, you You in the school system. I, I, I would want to be in the mm-hmm. school system to change the atmosphere, but you have to be have your head on the swivel. But
3: we've got to catch it at the young ages for these kids that's, because once they get up into absolutely. the older ages, yeah. like I say, the teachers are starting to quit because they are, they're afraid to go into the schools because the kids take charge.
0: Yeah, yeah I, I started in pre-K and kindergarten right. teaching. Now I'm in middle school. And I don't want to say they're they're so lost that we can't get them back because we can, but it's going to take so much more. And I totally agree. You have to get them when they're young, when they're thirsty, and they will, like want to soak up everything that you have to offer them like a sponge, but you have to be of a sound mind to help them go the right way. Right. Like you said, parents are 15, 16, 17. A lot of these parents come up and they want to fight. Because their child got an app. They don't want to sit down and say, well, they never join in homework. They never did the project. They don't do their assignments. Right. They just want the easy way out because they're checked out at home, and then they want to place the blame on the teachers yeah. in the school. Hey, yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. um, sure it's
3: everywhere because it's just it's crazy.
2: Unfortunately, we've got to go. Check out uh, yourclearedge.com. Yeah, Deborah has got, got great definitely stuff. Check um, that out.
3: And go to uh, my Facebook page. I've got a fan page called Deborah Dubrie Fan Page. And... Uh, like it, and you can see some of the posts that I'm doing out there uh, several times a week on subjects like this. So i got to back. I back. get back on that Yeah, one. it's good to have you back. Take, uh, take the show you to guys, the fan
2: page. Fan page. Search Kwame Lassiter At Sports everywhere. Talk on uh, Facebook. Just Google it. Yeah, There's Google 97 me. different places where you can check us out. Alex Lanty, Kwame Lassiter, Deborah Debris, Cindy Lisco. We'll see you guys next week.